0: Grace to you in peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ, Amen. You know, the concept seems pretty easy. The concept of a watchman. A watchman would stand on a city wall or stand in a tower, looking out over the horizon and watching for some sort of enemy or threat that was coming to harm the city and its people. Or even looking down into the city and trying to recognize things that were not normal, things that were out of place something that was not right, so that they could sound the alarm and let people know that that danger was imminent. Seems fairly simple. And really the watchmen were the first line of defense as they watched for all of these dangers that could be taking place either from inside the city or coming to the city. And as this first line of defense, they would sound the alarm so that the people could go into the city or find a place in the city that was safe. And be out of harm's way. Now if the watchmen were not paying attention, or if he decided to skip his watch that night, he might put people in danger. People could get hurt, or even worse, some people might have been killed or destroyed. It's this concept that God uses with his prophet Ezekiel, calling him a watchman for the people of Israel. Ezekiel was to go to the people and warn them of coming danger not not an earthly danger not as if some enemy was going to come and destroy them spiritual danger see Ezekiel didn't stand on a wall or in some tower at this point Jerusalem has been destroyed and the people of Judah are actually in exile they're spread abroad and Ezekiel was to go to them and to point out that even though things seem hopeless that doesn't mean that they can now live as they please, as if nothing matters anymore. And so Ezekiel was to go to them and to point out their sin, and to let them know that if they were to keep living in unrepentant sin, that danger would be imminent. And he called them instead to turn back to God, who would fight what is a battle for their soul, so that they could live. Yeah, it seems like an easy concept to go to your brother or sister and to say, I want you to know that this is wrong and that God wants you to turn back to him so that you can live, so that you aren't facing destruction as you walk further and further away from God. But it's a very serious matter. And as we hear God's words to Ezekiel, while the concept is easy, It's not very easy in practice all the time which is why God tells Ezekiel exactly how serious it is when he says if you do not speak out to dissuade them from their wicked ways that person will die for their sin and I will hold you accountable for their blood can you really get any more serious than that I mean can you really stress to Ezekiel any more how important this is i'm going to hold you accountable for their blood he says for ezekiel to not go tell his fellow jews that their sinning is negligence god is going to hold them accountable for that god is going to hold accountable ezekiel for his refusing to go and talk to jews who are living and uh, in sin You know, it kind of brings to to mind Cain's question back in Genesis when God came looking for Abel and Cain said, well, what am I, my brother's keeper? When it comes to your brothers and sisters in the faith, yes, to an extent you really are your brother's keeper. Ezekiel was to be his brother's keeper when he was called by God to go bring the law to them. And to correct them and put them back on the way that leads to God it's important and to not do so is dangerous I will hold you accountable for their blood God said who here is okay with the idea of having blood on their hands That's a rhetorical question. I can't imagine anyone here is okay having blood on their hands, meaning that you're responsible for somebody else's death, especially when it's something that you could have prevented. Nobody's okay with that. Now, to be sure, God did tell Ezekiel earlier on that the soul who sins shall die. These people are most certainly responsible for their sins and their uh, sins' effects on them, which would include death. So don't get me wrong, it's not like Ezekiel's to take the blame for all of their sin. However, it is his charge to go and tell them it's wrong. And Jesus brings that same charge to you and me in the gospel today when he gives the keys to his disciples once again and he tells them how to correct a brother and sister or a brother or sister in the church who is sinning eventually telling his disciples even that if they refuse to repent Treat them as a pagan or tax collector Excommunicate them tell them that as long as they live in such unrepentant sin that they are outside the church This is the job of a watchman You and I are watchmen today. It's our responsibility to Talk to our brothers and sisters who are living in sin and to dissuade them from sinful ways so that they may repent and be saved. You know what the problem is with watchmen? People don't like them. People don't like, even in the church, they don't like being told that they're wrong. They don't like being told that they're sinful. They don't like being told that what they're doing is Leading away from God, and that they need to repent of their sin. You know, we live in a world where judgment is a bad thing. To pass judgment is not good. It's not helpful. It, it tears people down, and it, it doesn't build people up. And even within the church, the idea of judgment to snuck in with Satan sneaking all the worldly things in like he does. And the me, 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 and the self-glorification of the world is even well and alive in the church and our sinful nature. In every aspect, and that sinful nature does not want to be told repent. You're sinning. Instead, it causes us to question and say, "Why? Who are you to tell me what to do? Why do you have the right to correct me when just last week you did this?" Or, well, "I'm not harming anybody. So, what does it really matter what I do? Why do you care so much?" But God sends the Watchman for our good. A life of unrepentant sin always leads away from God, farther and farther. And our brothers and sisters, as watchmen, correct us so that they can take the message of God and the Word of God and tell us that He would rather we turn and live from our ways, to to repent of all of our evil and our sinfulness. Now, as the watchmen, though, do we always take that message? To our brothers and sisters when it's needed most? Do we always take the message of God's word, especially His law, to people, especially people in the church? It's easy to judge outside the church, but perhaps it's harder inside. Perhaps it's easier to say to yourself, well, I see them every Sunday and I'd rather not cause a stir and make things awkward. Or what if I say something and they stop coming to church? Isn't that worse in the long run? I know them, that's just how they are. I don't know what you want me to do about it. That's just that. Or I told them once or twice already, it's on somebody else now at this point, and there's nothing more I can do. But like Ezekiel, our negligence is on us. God calls us to talk to our fellow believers and to correct them with his law and to do so is important. And to not do so is negligence for which God holds us accountable. Maybe you will cause a stir. Maybe they won't listen. Maybe they will get upset and unfortunately leave after getting angry and upset. But God told Ezekiel that if they still refuse to change or listen to you after you've told them, he says, it's not on you. He says, at that point, at least you'll save yourself from your negligence. that point the heart has been hardened and they say no that's not on you but that doesn't stop us from taking the opportunity to share with them god's law those fears do not keep us from warning our brothers and sisters of the dangers of sinful living that they might be caught up in there may be a million and one things that keeps us from telling our brothers and sisters what they're doing wrong but there's only one reason that should draw us to always want to tell them and to bring them back to a way of repentance. And that's God's word to the Israelites. When he says, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. Unrepentant sin leads away from God. Anything away from God will lead to the eternal destruction of the soul I mean you have to think about the dangers that your friends are could be in every single day Would you not warn them about the dangers that they'd get out of harm's way? If your friend is walking down a railroad track and there's a train coming and he doesn't hear it because he has his headphones in Would you not tell him to get off the track? If your neighbor's house is burning down and he's asleep inside Would you not go to warn him so that he could get out? before he is destroyed with the rest of the house it's lovelessness and carelessness to neglect any of that, you know, we're watching and we take God's law to people because just like God we love them you know God cares too much to let his people wander away into their own destruction Think about everything God has done to make sure that that doesn't have to happen. He sent his son to bear neglect and hate, eventually leading to his death on the cross. He's given us his word in language that we can understand, preserved for thousands of years, sharing how he's controlled history for the coming of the Savior, sharing with us his law that we might be able to love it and obey it, and sharing with us the gospel. That saves when we don't obey. Think of the sacraments that he's given us. Baptism, which doesn't just symbolize anything, but actually washes away sin. Same with the Lord's Supper. Not just the remembrance of what Christ has done, but actually holding the body and blood of Christ in your hands as you eat and drink forgiveness of sins. And he's given us watchmen. He's given us fellow brothers and sisters in the church who love us because god loves us first watchmen who love you too much to want to let you wander away and let you harm your soul with sinful living watchmen are here to remind us our fellow brothers and sisters are here to remind us of all the great things that god has done for us and how we would rather they turn and live Turn to the gospel for forgiveness, and turn to the gospel for life out where you can never find anywhere else. There was a, a theater manager once. He was hiring a young man to be an usher. One of the questions in the interview was that there is a fire that broke out. What would you do? Well, the young man looks at the manager and he says why well, it's easier get out pretty fast I'd be just fine don't worry about me I know that's not the right answer ushers are there to help direct people who need to get out who need to hear about the danger I know the young man didn't get the job but that's the same kind of thinking the devil tempts us with even within the church when it comes to thinking about Jesus return I'll be just fine So i I worry about myself and i make sure i do everything right and i believe and i'm just fine we're also called to watch out for our brothers and sisters to care for them and to let them know and to to remind them of who they are what they have and what they could possibly lose if they wander away from the faith and if they live in unrepentant sin we've been given watch. Watchmen to tell them that What they may not be seeing on their own Is not a good thing a watchman to tell them that they have Jesus Christ who has forgiven what they've been missing Watchmen Who do not just foolishly sit on a city wall and neglect to cry out as enemies come to destroy Because that wouldn't be a very good watchman whatsoever and we listen because God would rather people turn from their wicked ways and to live it's not about personal opinion it's not about being holier than thou but to be a watchman is about our relationship with each other because of our relationship with God, a relationship that Christ has restored and repaired so that we can turn and live so be a watchman For all of us, for our saints and for the souls of our brothers and sisters, watch, listen, and live. Amen.